Welcome to the Astute Insights Podcast, your quick dose of business inspiration with easily implementable tips to expand your business. I'm your host, Suna Walkham, founder of Astute Administration Services, where our mission is to empower business owners around their finances by removing confusion, doubt and anxiety and replacing it with clarity, direction and focus. This podcast is an extension of that to include interviews with key persons of influence to share their insights into creating and building a successful business. Sit back, relax or better still, take notes and enjoy this episode. Morning and welcome to another episode of Astute Insights. Um, Today we are talking to Jason Spall from Coastal Asbestos Removal. Uh, I'll do a little intro on Jason. So Coastal Asbestos Removal has been a reliable asbestos removal company since 2000. Um, They service southeast Queensland and northern New South Wales for the past 18 years. They are a multi-award winning business and I'll read them out. We've got the Gold Coast Business Excellence Award in 2019 monthly category winner for Emerging Business. Housing and Constructions Award 2020 Regional Winner and the Queensland Master Builders Gold Coast uh, 2020 Winner for Workplace Health and Safety, which I think is an awesome one for your industry. So let's welcome um, Jason. Thanks, Suda. Thanks for having me um, over to the podcast. Oh, thank you. I've, um, you know, not only are you asbestos removal, I often refer to you as my marketing guru. So that was kind of the preface of today was to talk about, um, you know, your business, how you got into business and your concepts around marketing and how to market a business, I guess. So we might start if you just wanted to um, give us a bit of background on yourself and how you got into um, asbestos removal. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Suna. Um, So I spent um, most of my adult life working as a a metal roofer and we had a, we built to a roofing business and I sort of got to the stage of my life and I think a lot of people might recognise this where I just couldn't face to do it anymore. I couldn't stand it. I hated everything about it and I really had to sort of dig deep and find out, you know, how am I going to live the rest of my life? I've got children, I've got mortgages, just like everybody else. And I looked for all the stuff that we did and um, 2011, we did a lot of, um, even though we're a roofing business, we did a lot of asbestos removal for the Queensland floods. Um, The insurance builders we were working for said, we need you to do this. At the time, we weren't even sure whether we could do it and we just applied ourselves to the challenge. And, you know, a couple of years later down the track, we sort of thought, I can't do this roofing anymore. It just doesn't, I think at the end of the day, I wasn't satisfied with it. We were just doing jobs and we were doing great workmanship and all these kind of things, but it was like a hollow victory. So we sort of looked at what what have we done? What do we enjoy doing? What can we do? And the asbestos stuff, even though it was a flood thing, it was really good because we were part of something bigger than what we were doing and, and it, we were helping people get their lives back together and we were keeping people safe. Um, I still had all the asbestos gear and a trailer in the corner of the factory and we thought, you know what, let's do this. We've sort of, it's something, an area that we have expertise in and we really needed a, a why. We needed something to push forward because without any sort of true north or focus, it's really hard to get through the good times and the bad times and the worst times because they're all coming. Don't mm. kid yourself. <laughs> um, so we started with the two two sort of mantras. Um, one was I was going to be in the business of building an asbestos removal business and I wanted it to be the best. And number two, if we can't keep people safe, we're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So and that's what gives us that sort of that moment when even if we're making money or not, if we keep people safe, it's okay because that's yeah. our purpose. 
so that's how we sort of had to reframe my mind we 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 sort of focused and we just doubled down on that and stopped doing everything else and just um got right into the asbestos and and made a real fist of it got some business training and and here we are years later um best decision ever made yeah because i um you know i've often my initial thoughts i guess when i was trying to grow my business was you know i don't have anything you know glamorous to say or to sell um and asbestos removal is definitely not a sexy um, purchase by any means. Can't imagine. How do, <laughs> how do you, or you know, what's your mind frame around getting the message out about your business and promoting an asbestos business? Yeah, so I, you know, I, I think every sort of business owner that ha- might have that at some stage where. You know, if you listen to the Gary V's and all the gurus and all this, and it's got to be amazing, it's got to be engaging and all this kind of stuff, maybe it just has to be cool to you. You know, maybe you just have to believe on some really deep level that you're connecting with what you're doing and you really believe in it. And and, and that's a really hard thing to do. And I feel lucky that I found it. Um, But once you get that in line, it's really easy because I'm really passionate about building the best asbestos removal business on the Gold Coast. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm I'm passionate about every part of the business, but I didn't start with the mindset of we're going I'm going to be the best guy that's ever removed asbestos that's ever lived. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't want people to think that I'm not interested in doing a good job. It's just that for myself to be able to build a business, I had to find something that was cool to me um, that would give us longevity because it's easy to have. Um, quick little thoughts and, you know, things go wrong all the time, but you need something to get you through the worst times. And if you can, if you think that um, it's a great saying, you know, I was walking around for months saying it and people look at me like I'm an idiot and they go, what are you doing now? I say, I'm building an asbestos removal. I'm in the business of building an asbestos removal business. Yeah. And people just look at me. But, you know, I had to change my mindset to to achieve it and, it's really powerful. It's something that you can repeat over to yourself all the time so that it keeps you on track. Of Because the worst thing that can happen, I think, in small businesses, you're going to get to a stage where you're just going to be doing the stuff. Yeah. And, and I think that's the same day. as, you know, you read in books, you know, knowing your why and being passionate about your why. And this is kind of like your why. Like, I know for me, once I hone down on that, you know, I love what I do, but the part that I love is that I actually help people and I streamline and make their lives easier you know, which sounds corny, but at the end of the day, like I love looking at the person that I'm working with and seeing just the the calmness come across their face once, you know, we've implemented a few things that have changed their business. And I think for me, that's something that I never want to lose track of. And that's now the focus of what I try and get, you know, the message across. So I guess it's really not, you know, that knowing your why and putting that message out there or, or sticking to it so that your message is clear that that's exactly what you're doing. You're not selling this. You're not promoting asbestos removal. You're not promoting asbestos testing. You're actually promoting your business. Yeah, which is keeping people safe. That's what we do. You know, and that's what we, you know, we get to go to work every single day and keep people safe and help them achieve their dreams with their renovations that, you know, we even get them out of trouble. You know, the amount of times we have my idiot husband started ripping out a bathroom on the weekend (laughs) and we can go and help those people and keep them safe and put everything right. Yeah. You know, that's 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 a lot more. I'm much more invested in that than putting another roof on another house. Yeah. You know, um, but I think it's uh, one of the things that I've learned the 
that's been the biggest advantage for us in the business over the years is actually not doing the stuff, is stepping back and having a look at what we want to achieve and what we want to do. So there's massive power in taking a few days off or a day off and go, I'm just going to, I don't know, plot, scheme, plan what I want the business to look like and then trying to implement that because you can't do it on the run. There's always another fire to put out. Yeah, there's always something. And this is um, why I wanted to have you um, on here because I look at to you as my marketing mentor. Um, and I just, I got the definition of a mentor um, before this. And I just wanted to read it. So a mentor um, shares with their mentee, mentee information about his or her own career path, as well as providing guidance, motivation, emotional support, and role modeling. And that's something that I feel um, you've done exceptionally well with me, um, just getting me to get out of my own head or step out of my own head of I was that real resistant of marketing that, you know, people didn't want to hear that or people already knew what I'd done or people didn't want to hear about that. And you said to me, you know, get out of your own head. You don't know what people know or don't know about your business. Just think about all the things that you do and get that message out there. Yeah, it's so true. Oh, thanks for that, Suna. That's, um, <laughs> but it's so true, you know, like we're all, and, and it's guess like, um, you know, the asbestos is, it, it is a, an extreme example of that because 99% of people walking around not even thinking about asbestos. Yeah. You know, people who love renovation love watching renovation shows. They don't talk about asbestos. <laughs> so no, how, or it's how, not how on the list. Asbestos. You know, if you're renovating, it's not look up asbestos removal. It's, you know, yeah, it's wall colours. It's Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's never been a um, – it's it's like glossed over. It's like yeah. a, the only way you're going to find out about asbestos is on a renovation show is pretty much like on the back of a Mars bar. It says may contain nuts. They're yeah. just going to gloss over it really quickly and just move straight on to the fun stuff. So, yeah. and it doesn't make you a bad person because you don't know about it, but it's yeah. my job if I want to keep people safe. That's like what, what one of our things that we've developed is our mission is to eradicate asbestos disease in Australia. And we do that by education. Like all of our marketing, the message is always educational. We don't try and the, the message, oh, we're the best, come and deal with us now. It's did you know that before 1990 your house could contain asbestos? Did you know that you can get it tested and know 100%? You know what I mean? That's what we talk about because we just think that's what people need to know. We're being helpful with our marketing, which is more yeah. important than trying to sell, sell, sell because nobody – is sitting there with their tax return going, you beauty, let's get some asbestos <laughs> removal done. It just doesn't happen like that. No, and that um, it was a good point that you said just getting that message because I was going to ask you, like, you know, what's the bare bones of marketing that you recommend for people, whether that's, you know, one, how to start or just to start and what that kind of initial thing looks like. I, I, I guess it, it what you've got to do is nobody's against you but they're for themselves. So they don't care. Like, you know, all these people go, we give great service, we give great results. Guess what? You're supposed to. You know, <laughs> that's not <laughs> yes. that's not, that's not point of different marketing, you know. Yeah. I, I think you sort of got to look at your target market. One of the things that we do is like empathy mapping for our clients. Yeah. And we so we try and figure out what do they want? Yeah. What, what do they really want? And our clients want to know how the hell, if they've got asbestos or not, yeah. what it might look like and what they can do about it. So they don't care that we're multi-award winning or we've been around for any stuff like that. They just want to know pretty much how to find out if they've got it, 
how it can get, be removed and pretty much what it's going to cost. Yeah, so, so empathy just, road mapping, that's good. Do you do roadmaps for different segments of your business rather than grouping it as one or do you just more have a basic one and then tangents off that? No, they're all the same. They're all different, yeah. sorry. So we do, um, you know, a builder pretty much, he's more interested in, so they all want us to do a good job, okay? Yeah. A, a builder's more interested in that you're going to stick to your price and the deadline. Yeah. Um, a homeowner, um, would usually the mother of the home that we, we talk to all the time, she really wants to know that we're going to keep the house and the family safe. Yep. You know, that, that seems to be her main concern. Yep. Um, real estate agents, they just want the job done. Yeah. And know, that's right. sort of, um, you know, then you're targeting those messages to those people. So you're pulling at what, I guess, their pain points are with this. And that's the yeah, message yeah, of the yeah. marketing. Not, yeah. hey, look at us, we're great, we're brilliant. It's, you know, we get in, we get the job done, we keep you safe. Like, that's the message. Pretty much, yeah, because that's all they want to know. Like, they don't, you know, so many people have, you see, um, like, our sign writing on our vehicles, right? It just says if you're renovating and your house is built before 99, you may have asbestos call the office. We could have, we remove roofs, fences, bathrooms, but do you think anyone cares about that? Like, no. I, I don't think that helps anybody and that doesn't make us stand out. But even reading that, you're not going to look at it. Like, you're not going to go, oh, I might check my fence when I get home. It's not something yeah, yeah, you see, yeah. is it? So our clients, they want to know, how do I know if I've got, they want to know about asbestos, I guess, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So if you're renovating, that's when you're going to find asbestos. So that's what we're led with. And then we tell them how to find out and let them know we can help them. So that's our sort of, that point of difference with the marketing. Um, everything that we talk about, well, we do radio ads and we talk about asbestos could be in your home. One of our ads is a role play of two women having a chat at a coffee shop. So it's engaging and bringing people in. And we're just, you know, we're just trying to get the message out. Well, we are getting the message out. Um, and then our social media stuff just follows all that. Um, and, you know, it's sort of marketing is like a spider's web. Um, you, you can't just have one stream. But it's a, a good idea. The best policy is probably to get good at one thing and then move on to the next thing and the next yeah. thing. Which is something you know, that you told me as well. I think I was a bit overwhelmed and I got prices off people, um, you know, marketing agencies about, you know, they were telling me I needed to do this, this, this and this. And I think it was too overwhelming. I couldn't justify the cost. I knew I needed to start. I knew I needed to do marketing. And I remember you saying to me, just focus on one, get that right, move on to the next thing. So, yes, in an ideal world, you want to do all of it and have it across all your little webs. But at the end of the day, you just have to start and just pick yes. one that, you know, you want to start with. And you can simulate that across, you know, several platforms as well. It doesn't have to be different across all mediums, but I guess it's more just starting. And I think, you know, from the discussions we've had, we could just start, you know, getting your message out there, really nailing down on your why and then put that why message out there on any medium that you have or get, that you're using. Yeah, and I think a lot of life is um, is thresholds too. Like, oh, I'm a bit worried about, I'm a bit worried about this and you go from doing Facebook posts and then you get confident yeah. or you, you sort of craft your message because really, I mean, who's looking at your Facebook posts, your mum, your uncle? <laughs> your wife and the neighbours and probably your competition. So yeah. <laughs> it's okay to learn to fail and yeah. just sort of see what sort of engagement you get and, and use it for practice because, yeah. you know, we live in a world where the next post is two seconds away, so you're going to be at the bottom of everyone's feed by the end of the day, so yeah. take a breath. It's yeah. going to be okay. 
And I think that's yeah. it. Like, um, you know, the videos that I started doing, uh, which you pushed me to do, I didn't like doing them. Didn't, you know, it was just something that I resisted for so long. And now I just bang them out. We get comments on them all the time, which has only grown in my confidence, not the confidence in myself in doing them, but the confidence that they're working and people are actually engaging with them and people actually want to know what I have to say. So it's just, you know, it's compounding. You just get them out there and then you just sort of move on and um, yeah, and you initiated this podcast as well. So this was more, you know, to help people <laughs> learn. You know, everyone in small business faces the same problems, but we really find it hard to ask for help or to get help or, you know, where to go to find that information. So it's quite um, interesting. And I wanted to ask you, um, you know, how do you apply your messages in your marketing? Like you've, you've got your message now and you're very clear on your message how do you mix that up across your marketing? Um, I'm not really sure how to answer it properly. But, like, so we would have um, – see, we've got a YouTube video uh, channel. Yeah. There's, like, <clears throat> over 100 videos on that. So there's one that's one – and that's for, like, there's one that I'm – you know, one that goes for 10 minutes and I can't even remember what it's about. But that's, like, a long-form stuff. And then yeah. there's a lot of short-form stuff, like just pictures – um, one of my favourite ones is take a picture of an old bathroom that, you know, and it's like you don't have to keep living like this. So I'm trying to make an emotional connection. Another one we had is like for like people doing things that um, they probably didn't think were stupid at the time, um, but it's like don't be this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? We might say that sort of stuff. So we're just constantly saying, you know, be aware, be aware, have a look at this, have a look at that from just about every angle we can just to try and get that conversation to spark it. You know, the the thing that sort of probably would make me the happiest if someone said, oh, and we had some guy ring today, he goes, um, we didn't know that decromastic roofs had asbestos in them. We've been doing them for years and they saw yeah. one of our ads. You know, that's for us. Yeah. I, I've I seen one of your posts. Um, I'm not sure um, what platform it was on, but tiles, asbestos is in tiles. like oh, In the underlay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But how are you supposed to know that? Yeah, I would not have known that. So, yeah, yeah. your messages are all about education and awareness, not selling. Yeah, no, we we, we shouldn't have to sell. Like we, I, I like to say we, won't, we only work for really smart people because yeah. people get the message and go, yeah, there's something in this, let's just get him in. You know, it costs nothing for me to come over. Um to have a look and do a quote for you and we do samples obviously and we do reports and we and we do commercial registers as well so basically we we set ourselves up as an information center for all things asbestos yeah i guess for you um i'm talking about now the flip side of marketing which probably doesn't apply for your business because once you've gone in and you've cleared out the asbestos i guess people really don't need you again but do you have um you know a process at the back end you know to keep your business at the top of their thoughts, you know, once you've been and dealt with them? Yeah, so, the, you know, the mail order, the mail MailChimp, um, yeah. we use that program so that we send out a monthly newsletter and that sort of keeps us just front of mind because, once again, you know, I mean, a lot of our work for the public is a one-off, you yeah. know, and, and once we've done the job, it, it's over. But, you know, they can still refer us to their friends. Yeah, that's what I was going to you say. You've got to be front of mind. Um you know, that when they're talking to someone that, that you're there, you know, that you're that in the back many. of their minds. Yeah. And, and they know it was coastal asbestos, not that guy that we had. You know, we've all got, I mean, looking at my email feed and here on the other, we've all got stuff in our email feeds that we yeah. haven't deleted or sent to junk for some reason. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And it constantly sort of ticks over and over and over. Um, we have a referral program as well where we offer incentives um, and we tweaked a little bit. So we offer an incentive for you and for the person that you refer um, to try and give people a little bit more motivation to refer us. But, you know, for the type of business that we have, we've got a 53% return business rate, which is which is pretty good, I think, for, yeah. a, for a one-off purchase. Um, so we're obviously doing something that works. Yeah. And again, you know, your referral reward program um, we've put into my husband's business because, again, we use them and the lifespan of, of that business is generally three to five years. You know, if we've done something for them, they don't come back to us for a long time. So it was trying to get the most out of that client, which is the referral program. And again, we adopted what you said, as in giving something to the person that's referring and then also the person that you've given it to. So, yeah, I think some cool tips. Um, we kind of hit 20 minutes, which is kind of what I like to keep them um, condensed down to. But do you have anything that you wanted to add or share in relation to all the information that you have? Oh, I, I think people just need to take a breath and not just get overwhelmed and be wary of experts that tell them that they need to do everything yeah. and be wary of multifaceted experts. You know what I like what you said before, sorry to cut you off, but you said to take a day off. Take a day, sit back, write down what it is that you want to achieve because you really get clarity. There's no point coming in and, you know, smashing out the work, but you're actually your message and your, you know, whatever you're trying to convey is just disjointed. So really, you know, step back and plan it out and you know you, that plan can be for the next week that plan can be for the next month it can be for the next three months but to really as you said take the day to clearly define your message and what you want to get out there yeah and just pen and paper is fine don't spend seven hours looking for an app or i don't <laughs> care if it's crayons on beer coasters you know you've got to have you got to find clarity you will have if if you what you think about and what your thought process will be you know pushed out to the market if you're all over the place yeah that's what your marketing is going to look like you're better off just marketing one service yeah that's it you know and slowly get good at that and then bring in other stuff don't go we do everything just yep. do the thing that you really like the most that makes you the yeah. most money and, and that's another thing like you know market what you like to do yeah. And in that marketing day or that day that you take off, write down all the facets of your business, the things that, you know, spark joy as such, the things that you enjoy doing and start there because they're the ones that you're probably going to be more encouraged to actually do and promote. And then, you you know, you build it out to the other aspects as well. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Um, you did mention beer and I know that you are an avid whiskey drinker. What uh, whiskey are you drinking at the moment? I probably, um, I'm in the whiskey club, so I get a bottle a month. Yeah, okay. So I have... What I like to do is is taste a couple together and pick a favourite. So, but at the moment I've got this a bottle of Octomore, which is the peatiest whiskey you can buy on the planet. Um, when you take the lid off, it sounds like someone's burning tyres in your lounge room. <laughs> That's probably my favourite at the moment. But if you don't <laughs> like peaty whiskies, you won't like it. It's very polarising, you know. But I like it. So okay, cool. I'm gonna stuff. do. Um a couple of rapid fired questions to you. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to end it on a light note. Uh, okay. First CD that you ever purchased? Oh, Barnsey. Ah, oh, nice working one. class man. Um, current book that you're reading? I'm actually reading. Don't great book, horrible title, surrounded by idiots. It's okay. about disprofiling. 
Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to come back. To, I'm going to ask you something about the book, but I'll do these rapid fire that are turning out not so rapid. Um, your worst habit? Getting up early. And what's the best thing that's happened to you? This could be personally or for business um, since COVID has hit. We moved offices, I guess. Oh, yeah. We moved, yeah. we, we combined three properties into one. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I know that you read um, a ton of books. What one would you recommend people to read to get started on their marketing? Or what one had the most, the biggest impact on you? It's easy. One page marketing plan. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Thank you. And I have read it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, That's how can people get in touch with you if they, you know, either have asbestos, queer, you know, unsure whether they have asbestos or just want to get in touch? Just www.coastalasbestos.com.au. Um, ring the office 0755-703-706. Um, and we're on all, every platform. We're even on TikTok. Oh, look out. I'll have yes. to check it out. <laughs> Thanks for spending the time with us today, Jace. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Suno. Thanks for the nice words. That concludes today's episode. I hope you enjoyed and scored yourself a takeaway that you can implement into your business. If you need a recap, our show notes are on our website. That will have all the links you need. Just go to astuteadmin.com.au and navigate to the podcast section of the main menu. You may also like to hit the subscribe button to hear the latest episodes of successful individuals when they land. Hope you can join me on the next one.